A, B, C. One, two, three. ABC. Baby, you and me now. That guy? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of the Shenantics Podcast. My name is... Nicholas, aka Skanky, and I'm here with my pal M. Cole. What's up, M. Cole? Not too much. I'm just curious do we address the elephant in the room at the beginning or do we just ignore it? Sure, we could talk about the elephant in the room. Um, so this <laughs> is our name elephant. Is Daisy. His name is da- I was literally gonna <laughs> say. <laughs> Oh, this is great. <laughs> Me and M. Cole are both interning at the circus currently. <laughs> exactly. Oh, wait, don't they don't have elephants at the circus anymore? No, I don't even think circuses exist anymore. Um, yeah, at least they not, do. At least not the Barnum and Bailey and Ringling Brothers. That is gone. Ever since elephants were taken out, then they kind of just started to fold over. Oh. Um, my, I think they were on a decline in general, uh, but this kind of was like the last, uh, the, the, the elephant that broke the camel's back type thing um, was Wait. when they took the elephants out of it. The elephant that broke the camel's back. Yeah. You know, the, the regular saying that people do. Of the course. Kids do these days. Oh, those damn kids. Those damn kids. Those damn so when, kids. So I mean, when, when, when vandalous kids are supposed to run away, do they not run away to the circus anymore? No, I don't think they run away in general. I think they just... Kids don't run away anymore? I think if they do, they run away like three houses down. Or like they stay within like the general area. I don't think anyone boards up on like a train and goes off to the circus. I don't think so. Like hobo status? Like like, jumping on a freight train? Don't you ever like hear stories and like you're like, man, I missed out on life. Like I feel like that would have been a cool adventure. Did I ever... No, sorry, go on. No, no, tell me about you joining the circus. I need no, to know. No, 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 no. I, okay. I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast, but I talked about it on my stream once. Okay. But there is this guy on YouTube called Brave Dave. Okay. And he has a YouTube series called Brave Days, Brave Dave's Big Fat Freight Hop. Yes. And it's probably one of the most incredible things I've ever watched on YouTube. And I talked about it on my stream, and I got Ben to watch it, and Ben was like, dude, that was the best thing ever. So it's this dude named Dave who train hops across Canada, and it's the most interesting series of videos ever. Like, it's not filmed very well, um, oh, I have but pulled up. this guy, like, he literally train hops, and he tells you the techniques on how he does it. And he almost gets caught at some point. Oh, my God. And He's he, literally on a train. <laughs> he train hops the, and the whole way. And he, and he, he, he has really good production value. Like, definitely. And um, it's uh, this is like pre-GoPro times, too. So I don't think he was using a GoPro for it. But, uh, or it might have been like, a, like an older GoPro. But it's a great series. I'd recommend it's like four videos or something. Um, and it's like watching a TV show. I'm watching this as soon as we're done with the podcast. Dude, have, you really I've, should. I have yeah. part one pulled up already. Good, um, good, yeah, good. Um, but I have yeah, no so, audio. I just picked a random part in the video. Oh, that's and he's, fine. 
on a freight train, right? Like this is like literally like on a train, like like an oil tanker car. I mean, he he comes into some dangerous moments too. Like oh my where it's pitch black at night, he's on the wrong train. Oh my god. He gosh. has to try to jump off. And uh I mean, and he almost gets caught a couple like and so <sighs> The, uh, he tried to come back to do another freight hop, but he was going to do it in the United States. Mm-hmm. And um, they actually, he got to immigration and they denied him because they saw his videos. Oh my gosh. He's He planned this trip for like months. Yeah. And he ended up, they ended up... Um, like he can't enter the United States for like six years or something <laughs> or Canada. Oh my gosh. So he, it's not going to happen uh, anytime soon where he comes up with oh. another one, but I definitely recommend you watch brave Dave's big fat freight hop. I am totally watching this. I'm totally watching this when I, after the podcast, I think I'll it's start. Great. It's four parts. Like I probably watch one part after the podcast and then, uh, continue on that is really cool that is really, yeah, really cool it's addicting it's addicting to watch oh i love this kind of stuff that's amazing that's oh i'm so Dude, excited i've I'm been so watching excited. so many weird things on youtube recently i wish that there was a way i mean there kind of is so i'm gonna rephrase this i wish you would share on twitter the random shit that you watch on youtube like like me personally yeah, just like the random things that you stumble across, like, like, man, this is like, this is weird or cool or interesting, or I can't believe this exists, whatever it is, just kind of like, throw it out to the rest of us, right? So we can all kind of enjoy or experience what you're experiencing. Yeah. Maybe I should. I think you should. I really think you should. I was, um, I, I want to talk about, I wanted to talk about this a while ago, uh, but we never, I never really got around to it. And I don't remember all my points enough to actually discuss it now but the overall thing that i was thinking is i kind of missed the day where like websites and blogs were more of a thing right because they kind of in my opinion like the traditional web log of like 2008 ish it doesn't really exist anymore it's been taken over by twitter and facebook and all that kind of stuff um but like back in like 2008, this is totally something that you would throw up like on a WordPress blog um, or something like that and just kind of share content. There's a few that I like I still love following, like kotke.org, K-O-T-T-K-E.org. Um, like that website I go to all the time and it shares just random stuff like this where people would just go out and find great things on the Internet and just share it with like the people that follow and read their blog. Um, and we don't really have that much anymore and twitter isn't a great replacement of it because it's got a lot of noise like the signal to noise ratio isn't the same like you gotta kind of wait through a lot of crap to get exactly what you want but um but so since you don't have a blog i think you should at least tweet out the the random youtube videos that you see oh okay well what about reddit reddit's good i think reddit also has the same thing it still has a huge signal to noise ratio problem it's better than like twitter and the rest of them because the upvoting downvoting does help with that but um it's it, it doesn't have reddit is the pseudo democracy of internet content right it's mm-hmm. not like a curated like thing right sure it's, um, sure it's like and a nice thing about a blog is like especially if you like the person's taste and stuff in general we're like man i really appreciate like 
what you like in the world, then it's like, all right, I'm going to follow whatever you tell me you like. And then it's probably going to be like an 80, 90% hit rate. Um, with Reddit, you kind of have to hope that you have a similar enough mindset as the hive mind that, okay, what you're going to upvote is what I'm also going to like. But then the second problem with that is you tend to get meme clickbaity type stuff because that's more likely to climb up the ladder than something else that's obscure and sourced and kind of brought over into a certain specific thing. So um, I think Reddit does a similar type of job of getting it, but it's it, it just feels different from the day of curated content, in my opinion. Okay, I, I understand that. I should start tweeting stuff out then. I think of I, all the cool videos yes. I watch that are not really cool. They're just like weird but that yeah but that also works though because i i feel like especially i think here's 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 the reason i really want you to do it um okay. is partly i want to kind of live my life through the shoes of skanky my internet life through oh, the shoes of okay skanky. okay um but the second thing is is like back in undergrad and i'd say probably for like the first three to four years after undergrad um and even when i went to law school i had a lot more time to just stumble through the internet right and just kind of like find content and consume content and see cool things and i feel like i don't have as much of that anymore i got a lot of things i want to do um and only so much time to do it and so it's like to kind of just scour through the internet and find cool youtube videos i don't have as much time to do that anymore so i want you to do the work for me and then i just kind of read the results at the end oh so you want me to do the work so you can live through me Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that's fine. I, 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 I'll, I'll even give you my stream key, and if you can also pick up my streaming hours on oh, the weekends, oh, okay. that, that'd be great too. Just all my inter- just live my internet life for me, and I'll just kind of reap the rewards of that. Oh, uh, I mean, um, okay, okay. Perfect. I can't if wait. you if you need me to, um, it's gonna be great. Well, anyway, on YouTube, I've been watching this uh, this uh, this thing called Nothing to Declare. Okay. Have you heard of this TV show before? No, I've never heard of it. Okay, well, I mean, it's just someone who ripped this TV show onto YouTube, but mm-hmm. they have so many episodes, you can just keep watching it forever. Yeah. And it's in the UK, uh, and it takes place at, like, Gatwick Airport, and <laughs> it follows the um, the agents there who like pull people people over who they think is suspicious of not declaring items no when way they come really into the country and it's absolutely amazing oh my god that's awesome so it's like they'll come on and be like um yeah we have someone who's acting very suspicious here um we think he might be a cigarette smuggler oh and then, like, my god the vo guy will come on and be like uh, only a certain amount of cigarettes are allowed uh, from non-EU uh, places or like whatever. And then they like interview them and they open their bags and find like 30,000 cigarettes. <laughs> this is this is something that would only ever exist in the UK. Like the like the British nitpicky of like <laughs> I could I if you were to be like if you were to tell me any other accent of the person that was like cigarette smuggler, I would be like, yeah, bullshit. I don't believe it. But like the British accent is what just just seals the deal. I'm like, yeah, that's you're right. That happens. It, it just it's it's honestly so good. And then I mean they do the drug stuff too, like yeah. oh who smoke who swallowed cocaine and all this stuff. And like that's pretty cool. But um 
it's it's very addicting because they just keep having episodes like constantly. Oh. I just keep pressing like the next one. I'm so and excited. And they're they're only like 20 minutes, so it's like you burn through them. Yeah, that is so good. That's so good. <laughs> now I haven't been doing the YouTube thing, but you know what? I've been burning through. And what have you been burning through? through? Uh, my best friends are back as of last week, and I'm I'm finished with all their new episodes. I'm talking about Queer Eye. And yeah, it's Queer Eye. for the Strike. I heard that's back. It is season two, and it is better than season one it is so freaking good i need new friends in my life i need them i need those five those five men need to just be my best friend and tell me everything i'm doing wrong with my life is that on netflix it is on netflix okay um i strongly recommend checking it out i uh i really 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 like it okay um i've i've changed i've changed myself because of them do we talk about how? Yeah, we've talked about it before. Really? About how I get, I get the the clothing shipped to me in a box now, and I get to I get to try it on. So I'm updating my wardrobe. So I'm a you little get, more. Wait, ed- you get clothing shipped to you in a box? We haven't talked about this. No. So we talked about how I did uh, HelloFresh, where they would send me meals in a box, and then I recently started using um, Stitch Fix. And I did Bombfell for a bit, but I like Stitch Fix better. And it's a subscription service where you sign up for it. They send you a box with five items of clothing in it. And you get to try them all on. And then you get to decide which of the five you want to keep. And then whatever you keep, they charge you for it. And you send the rest back. And then it repeats next month. Or if you request it like sooner. Um, or you can set up to get like once every quarter or something like that. And so... And you put in like a style profile where they ask you questions like, do you like this? Do you like that? And like kind of just pick out like a general idea of like what you do like. And then you can give them feedback about what you do or don't like about what they sent to you and stuff like that. And so now about once every month, I get a box from Stitch Fix and I get to open it up and look at all the clothing and try it on and be like, oh, these jeans actually do look pretty good and get to keep those. I have more they're not skinny jeans because I'm not cool enough to pull off skinny jeans, but they are much tighter jeans than what I wore in the past. And uh, I've gotten I've gotten compliments from them, so I think Ooh, that I think okay. that I think that's working. In fact, in fact, I uh, I've gotten a compliment from someone on this podcast um, when I was in Portland. LC sent a snap when we were at uh, what is it, Pips Donuts, I believe, and. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I think it was a Mr. Skanky said that uh, M. Cole was looking sharp in that shirt that he was wearing. Oh, you were looking pretty sharp. Yeah, and that was a shirt that I got out of the Stitch Fix box. Wow. So, uh, so I, I decided I needed to uh, change my wardrobe, but I'm too lazy to actually change my wardrobe. So I'm just letting an online computer do it for me. <laughs> it's and it's just it's it's great. I get to sit at home and just relax, and that's everything I've wanted in life. What so. what is with the craze of subscription boxes? I don't know. I don't know. One nice thing about this one though is it's not like it's not like a traditional subscription box where it's like pay X dollars a month and then we just send it to you because you if you don't like anything that's in the box, you don't have to pay anything. You just send it back. Um and so I I mean so Stitch Fix is a little bit different, but in general, I don't I think it's got a I think it's got a thing where we are so comfortable with stuff being mailed to us now that it's like, oh, you want to do Amazon? What if we take out the part where you even have to make decisions and we'll just mail you shit? And people are like, great. I just I need more crap in my house. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. 
Um, no, it, it's true though. Like you got it for food, you have it for clothing, um, you have it for literally everything else. Like I, um, what is the one? Why can't I think of it? Shit, loot crate. Um, after yes. loot crate like became super popular, I think there has been hundreds of like loot crate spinoff knockoffs um, for various things. Like, and I, I think. I, at one of the Twitch Chicago meetups, there was a Loot Crate spinoff for streamers, or it's supposed to be geared at streamers, where it's like, oh, it's a Loot Crate if you're a Twitch streamer, and they send you, apparently, stuff that is useful for streaming every month in your subscription box. But um, What the fuck would that be? I don't know. I've never signed up for it because I cannot imagine what they could send me that would be within the price range of being in a box, right? Like, yeah, like... Like, what do you say? Logitech C920 or whatever is webcam? Like, well, why, why also would I need to get that monthly? It, like, seems... Yes. I don't know. But here's what they do. I think if, if they don't do this, I'm going to start my own. Um, and what I'm going to do is every month I send you a, a square of your green screen They have to start knitting together. <laughs> like... <laughs> slowly but surely you will have a green screen sir mm. um but i don't know i you know actually i i really i don't know what they do send you but if i was them what one thing i think i would do is i'd probably work with developers and i would say streamers want there, there is a subset of streamers that want early access to games, right? And maybe by like being like, oh, subscribe to us and we'll get you keys or we'll put you in touch with PR at a certain game development company. And that way you can get early access to content if you want to do that on your stream. Um, I Like that could possibly be something that would be worth it in the streamer field. Uh, but other than that, I can't really think of uh, think of what they would offer. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. One of us should sign up for it if it still exists and see what it, see what it has in there. I I get overwhelmed with those services, the subscription services. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I just yeah, it's too much. It's too much for me. Too much in that in in what way? It comes too often. There's too much in the box that you don't want, or it's just there's too many options out there. I think it's I I, I think it's cool to get mail and stuff. I like that mm-hmm. feeling. Like that's fun. But um, I I don't know. I I feel like sometimes it's a waste for me. Yeah. If I if I'm getting that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. See, I can't I can't sign up for any of them. Um, I like the loot crate type ones. Um, I can't sign up for a service unless I have a like specific thing that I need out of it. So, for example, with the clothing one, I need to update my wardrobe. Like, it just needs to happen. Um, and so, it's like, all right, this works for me because I kind of wanted to go in that direction anyways. Um, Loot Crate and all the other ones are a little too open-ended where it's not like there's anything I need in it. And I have a problem where I don't like throwing shit away. And so, if I sign up for Loot Crate, I'm just going to have months and months and months of knickknacks and other shit that just piles up in my apartment that I can't mm-hmm. get rid of because I have a thing where it's like, oh, it comes in and I feel wasteful just throwing it away. So now it sits in a corner and it's just like, oh, God, well, now I'm just kind of creating an obligation that's going to give me anxiety every time I look at the damn thing. Um, well, I think, you know, the, 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 the subscription services are for people who don't like making decisions. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. That, that's, their, that's their base. Yeah, you know, like 
just like uh, what the, your HelloFresh thing is like, I don't want to decide what to make or eat. Yeah. Just no, send it to me it's and true. do it. Um, Loot Crate, maybe not so much, but like your Stitcher thing, is that what it's called? Stitcher? Stitch or whatever. Fix. Stitch Fix. Same thing. I don't yeah. want to go out and decide what to buy. Mm-hmm. You send it to me and then I'll decide later, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think pointing that out, I think that there's 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 two branches of the subscription model. Okay. There is the there's the one where people are looking for a deal or just want stuff. Right. Like I feel like a loot crate a lot of times, especially because they do like their theme boxes that have exclusive items where you're like, oh, I'm a huge fan of Game of Thrones. I want whatever you're sending me in your Game of Thrones box. I'm a huge fan of Harry Potter. I need whatever is in your Harry Potter box. And so like with Loot Crate, if you're a fan of general geek culture, like there's kind of the excitement of getting an exclusive thing and also getting a deal because the idea is that the things in the box are worth more than what you're paying every month, right? Like mm-hmm. that's the reason why you get a Loot Crate. I've seen um I've coworkers that get ones for like beauty supplies or pop other pop culture outside of like the geek realm. Um, and the idea is that whatever they're getting in the box is worth more than if they went to go buy it themselves out the store. So you kind of have that branch of it. And then you have the other branch, which is like the HelloFresh stitch fix, which is exactly what you said that I don't want to make a decision. Um, like when I did HelloFresh, uh, which I've canceled recently is because I didn't want to have to think about it. I just wanted to show up and then I would cook whatever's in the box and I'm good to go. And then ever since I switched over to like meal prepping with budgetbites.com, like I would look up recipes and now I have a deep enough library of recipes. that's like, Oh, it takes me three minutes to hop on Amazon, order groceries and they show up and I just cook them. Like it's like, I, I don't have to make decisions with that anymore, but HelloFresh got me on that route, like the road to be able to, kind of go that way and move away from the subscription box but that's why it was appealing to me and so like and that's true i feel like i feel like if they if i feel like i would subscribe to a lot more of those types of subscription services if they did exist um where it's like hey here's things that you might enjoy you have to make no decisions about it and we're going to give you stuff that you like then yes then i would probably spend more money to do that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. so I'd probably do that for like, I think that'd be a good idea for movies. Like if they, like you can't really do it on DVDs because I don't have a DVD player, but like imagine if there was like some niche uh, streaming service where it's like pay X dollars a month and we send you four movies that you can stream over the course of the month. And like one of them is like a blockbuster, like triple a title. And the other three are ones you may not have heard of, but they think that you're going to like based on genres and other things you do like, like, I think that'd be kind of cool service. Cause it'd be like, Oh, I want to broaden my base of movies I've seen. And I don't want to just watch La La Land and all the Marvel movies. I want to get a little bit deeper into some other areas. That could be a cool way to kind of, give exposure to lesser known movies and then the kind of selling point cornerstone is that there's that one main movie that the person you know they've heard of and they would want to subscribe just to get that one that month we can call it block booster (laughs) yes or pass on the movie so since you brought it up um (laughs) did you see the news this week about movie pass (laughs) No, or, what's the next thing? What's happening? Well, so there's two things, actually. 
First of all, this one I didn't see on the news, but my friend told me, my friend that uses MoviePass, he told me that they now make him take a picture of his tickets. Oh, yeah, I had to do that, too. Oh, you had to do that, too? Yeah, I did that recently. Yeah, yeah, I, thought, I was like, I was like, damn, that, that's that's kind of crazy. Stop um, fraud. I mean, I, I, when me and Gabla actually went to go see uh, Hereditary, that scary movie, mm-hmm. and uh, we had to go do that, and I was telling her, like, I was, well, I was asking her, really, like, how are they checking this? Yeah. Do they have people actually looking at these oh, tickets? Yeah. yeah, I was saying the same thing. I was like, like, it's like, yeah. I mean, I think with tickets, though, you could probably automate a good portion of it because it's OCR for a lot of it, right? I Just guess kind so, yeah. Of, like, and you don't even need it perfect. Be like a 50% accuracy. Like, does it look like it says the Avengers on the ticket? All right, we're about 50% sure it does. Then we're good. Um, and so... Well, I mean, what stopped me from printing out a fake ticket? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, why can't I just go on my computer and yeah? Print that's why they out. don't tell anyone how the system actually works <laughs> because uh, if yeah, it does I work mean, that way, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, no, I don't true. know. I don't know. I, I, uh, it's it's not annoying really because it's like whatever you have your ticket, yeah. you're just taking a picture of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think too. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're taking location data. Oh, that could be also. Yeah, but you don't have to take a picture of the ticket. Yeah, where you are. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, that's kind of interesting. Um. Hmm. Very cool. Hmm. Is it? I don't know. I guess it's cool. It's cool because <laughs> so the second piece of news. I I the, I shouldn't say cool. I should maybe say intriguing because okay. the second piece of news. I think it was announced yesterday. Um, we're recording this on what the 20th so on the 19th um amc theaters has released their movie pass competitor uh for, oh. for i think it's like 20 dollars a month and it's like all oh, you can watch movies in the month at amc um oh at amc okay yeah. okay yeah. um and remember movie pass was Butting head, movie pass and amc have been butting heads for like a year now or more yeah um and now it makes even more sense because probably in that entire time AMC was developing their their own rival to it, uh, which is which is kind of interesting. I, I think it's I don't know how it is in New York, but in Chicago at least, um, we pretty much have two theater chains, two main theater chains. Like we have like the luxury niche brands, um, mm-hmm. but the two main ones are um, AMC and. I, was it Regal Cinemas, I believe? Regal, yeah. yeah. Um, those are the two main ones that we have. And I think there's, I mean, AMC has great coverage across the city and has really good coverage in the suburbs um, from what I remember. But, uh, and so if it, I mean, that's a pretty big power play because if I were to look at it, it's like, all right, Movie Pass, I can go to these few theaters, but like AMC has a big enough presence that like maybe I'll just go with the AMC one and miss out on the few Regal Cinemas and other niche players that it's all right. I don't have to go to those. I can go to the AMC one and see movies that I want to see. So Yeah, I mean, that's interesting. Um, I mean, I it's an interesting move. Um, for me personally, though, I mean, I, there are AMC theaters around me, but mm-hmm. I, there's also a fuck ton of other theaters around me that, I mean, I have a lot of independent movie theaters, uh, Regal, mm-hmm. uh, Alamo, oh, um, I Alamo. I mean, there's a ton, like, let's say Alamo came out with their own. Yeah. I mean, I would buy that 
to be yeah. honest, because oh, yeah, same. it's if the I only cinema Alamo, I go to. Yeah. Uh, really, it's I, it's the only place I go. If they're full, if they're like full for a night for a mm-hmm. movie, um, and it's open somewhere else, I'll honestly not go to the other theater <laughs> because <laughs> I, I like the experience that I get at, at an Alamo Draft House. So yeah, I, I usually I I will only go there. So hey, Alamo, if you're listening, if you're coming out with a Movie Pass subscription service where you get like free popcorn or something, and you pay the twenty bucks a month, um, I'm in. Yeah, put it in your podcaster subscription bundle, and we will we will subscribe. And yeah, you could also you know um, we could sponsor the podcast maybe and give me and M Cole like shenanigspodcast at gmail year or something. Um, I would fly totally out cool. to where you have a location because you don't have one in Chicago. Yeah, maybe have like a red carpet event or um, yeah, that'd you be know. great. Wait, you don't have one? Sh- oh, we talked about this. Yeah, we did. We did. Could you imagine? Could you just think for a second? If if Alamo did released this and they had a red carpet event and we were asked to go do something at it like i would feel so outside of my skin and also so insanely excited about that it'd be the greatest moment and most terrifying moment of my life ever well, like what ever, would they ever. ask us to do i don't know i don't know you, you know what it reminds me of is um do you, do you know of the podcast my brother my brother and me yes so they had an episode, I believe it was like one of their big landmark episodes, like on one of the 100s, like maybe 200th episode or something like that. And they did a live recording at a red carpet premiere of a play with Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, boy. Right? <laughs> like they, they start off Throwing with like... right in there, huh? <laughs> right, exactly. They're like, we're just some stupid-ass podcast on the internet. Like, we're, this is this is not our comfort zone. Um, and it's, it's just, it was so great. It's like this kind of moment where you're like, you kind of look at like out-of-body experience, like, what the hell am I doing? What is going on? Yeah. And then you're also so grateful to be there. Um, and that would be our moment with Alamo. <laughs> I mean, I would... I would not know what to what to do. It'd be great. I'd be relying on you to like guide me through. I'm relying on me? How would I know more? I don't know. I feel like filmmaking. Like you got a connection to this whole scene. That <laughs> I don't I know don't. anything about filmmaking. Yeah, I don't know. Just education wise, you got you got experience. Education wise, <laughs> well, you're going back to school for film, so I totally would. I to- I don't have a creative bone in my body, so what's uh or I'm not and I'm not good at telling good at telling stories. Says the podcaster. So says the podcaster. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, not not really too good at the whole uh, story business. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, mm. uh, mm. um, I so one thing with the AMC thing though is I'm actually kind of surprised. It's it sucks for MoviePass in the sense that AMC really should have done this many years ago, um, and it only took another company kind of starting to reap profits in the area, even though a movie pass is not profitable, but like taking money in a certain area where AMC is like, why don't we just do the same thing? Um, because it's been well known for decades now that the, a lot of the theaters, they make all their money on concessions and not on ticket sales. So for them, what if you just gave away the tickets in some way or gave away a, a steep discount by charging them $20 a month and at least you get them into your theater where hopefully they're going to buy you know, soft drinks and popcorn and nachos and everything else. And then you at least are going to make some type of money on it. Um, and so like if, if this was around when I was in uh, high school, 
I would have probably been, I mean, I was already at movies very often, but I probably would have been at even more movies buying even more popcorn um, and just feeding more of their bottom line. So I'm, it's kind of, it's kind of surprising that like it took them this long. It took another company to kind of show them the light where they realize they can actually probably make a lot of money on this. So. Yeah. And I'm also assuming AMC is going to make a lot of money where I also assume MoviePass is never going to be profitable. <laughs> So, I mean, we can, yeah, they won't. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, especially, I feel like this, I feel like this is a big nail in their coffin though. Um, the AMC one, I feel like maybe if there was a possibility for them to kind of make it through, I feel like a lot of that is gone now, unless they really partner up with other theaters. I mean, they do partner up with a lot of theaters. I, I would disagree. I don't think this is the nail in the coffin for movie pass because I mean, the one thing that AMC has against it is that you can only use it at AMC theaters. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, they're really constricting their population there, you know? That's true. Just That's because true. MoviePass doesn't doesn't serve AMC theaters, I mean, it it doesn't really matter, you know? Yeah. AMC is taking care of their viewer base of people who, you know, are actively going to AMC theaters. If you have a MoviePass though, you can go to a ton of different theaters, you know? Yeah. Now, if if MoviePass starts losing all their other people, like Regal, Alamo, and whatever the hell else there is mm-hmm. out there, the independent theaters that they have, then it might be a little bit more tough. But I still think that they have a, a wider range of places, which also makes it more expensive. Yeah, um, no, that's true. But, I mean, I, there is value in the amount of people that they have in their service. Yeah, um, It's not actually monetary in some case, but mm-hmm. like they're not making profit. Yeah. But you know, it's still the information. Whatever they have is is, I guess. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I, I also think though that is a very metropolitan urban view of it, because like, because I I feel the exact same way that you do, where it's like I can go, I can go to all these other theaters that were are within like a five minute ride for me, right? Like I can hop on the L and get to whatever the theaters are that I need to go to. Um, but I feel like as you start to get outside of the city centers a lot of them have like one option for theaters that they go to um maybe two options and so if one of the, if your only option is amc might as well go with amc because it's not like i'm going to go shop around and go elsewhere if you have two options then it kind of becomes a toss-up of if i have amc or if i have regal which one do i like better and then that kind of decides are you going to go with the amc movie pass or the movie pass movie pass um, because you kind of have limited options, and if you want the service, you kind of have to go with whoever provides it for you. It's like they become the freaking Comcast A and T and T of movie services. <laughs> oh right. God, please, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, so, no, thank you. Yeah, so I don't know. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. I'm gonna ma- I'm gonna make a declaration right now. I don't think MoviePass will be around at the end of 2019. Okay, I think Movie Pass will be here until 2020. Like you and I have got to spend December 31st 
uh, 2019 New Year's Eve together. So we could like, re- I'll be like, come on, fold. And you'll be like, we got a few more hours. Like, let's, let's do this. I'm about to pop the champagne. Well, let me tell you one thing about what I just said, the statement yeah. that I just said. I absolutely regret it because I really don't think they'll be around until 2020, but I wanted to say it just to see what would happen. Yeah. Oh, I hear you. Sometimes, sometimes the bet is just too tasty not to take, right? Yeah, like, I mean, I'll take it. Why not? I, Who I cares? But they're not going to be here. Exactly. So. <laughs> you know what I care more about than my position is that this bet exists. <laughs> exactly. Like but it? hey, if they survive, I'm great. There you go. There you go. You're, and if, you're and if I lose, I'd say, oh, well, I never really thought that anyway. So it's a win-win for me. <laughs> hey, there you go. You got. You might have gotten the better end of this deal. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, but no, that is you know, one of the great things, though, that... I absolutely love about shenanigans is that we have um, a lot of stuff on record so I can make um, predictions about things and then if it turns out that way I can be like go back to this episode I actually said it before it actually happened because you have all the naysayers where like if movie pass folds on you know December 2019 they oh yeah I claimed like I claimed back in 2018 that it wasn't going to be here that long and you actually have like you know verbal evidence of skanky was hedging on both sides of the bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. So, it is. That is true. So, I don't know. Now I'm a little bit jealous of you. Now I'm a little bit. Nah, jealous don't of be you. jealous. It'll be fine. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. We're all good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? You have been playing a good game recently. I have been. I have been. Tell me about how your feelings on Detroit are so far. You know what? I'll do you one better. Okay. Do me three better. We will save that until the next episode of Shenantics. Oh. oh. I know. I know. You're I, hurting my heart. I know I am. I know I am. Instead, we're going to talk about everyone's favorite topic. What's that? We're talking about the, the progress onto M. Cole's mission to get a Thor body. Have <laughs> I told you about this? <laughs> Yes. I just, I, about about I just realized in the middle of me saying that, I was like, whoa, Skanky better know about this one. Yes, I do. I, yes, I know about this. Yeah. So, uh, so 2018 is. How's the progress going? It's Body by Thor, is what we're calling it. Um, Body by Thor. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, going, it's going well. Uh, first of all, uh, Tiny sent me this, this, great, this great message that she says that. Thor is literally M. Cole. Um, and I, I'm going to read it for you, and you can tell me if you agree or disagree. Okay. And so the, the, the line, the, the sentence is, Thor is so big because all his muscles are filled with love. He's the comic of the guy furiously doing weights and thinking, I'm going to be so good at hugging. And she says that, like, that's, that's totally me. And so um, that's, that's what I'm thinking. I want, I want the body by Thor to just give all the good hugs in the world and just, just muscles filled with love. Do you okay. disagree? Um, no. <laughs> See? See, I'm on my way already. I've, I already got the good foundational base of it. Um, but yeah, no, so it's been going well so far. It's been going well. I've been, uh, I've been, I haven't started lifting weights yet. That's, that's, that's a future M. Cole Thor problem. Um, okay. But I have been, I have been biking into work and back home and so that's been going well so i feel like we're, we're getting our way there i feel like thor would be a, a bike to work type of guy so okay it's, it's it's going good i'm really some, you think i'm getting some definition definition in my legs 
My, okay, my, okay. My, my butt looks fantastic, in case you were wondering. I mean, I, I assumed it always looked fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Can I, can I tell you a real quick side story? And then we'll get back to my Thor body. Um, um, sure. So I had dinner with my mom tonight. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. It was nice. Um, hey, Mom Emkel. She's listening right now, right? I th- it's actually very possible because she's kind of worried about me. Why is she worried about you? Because she she heard about the fact that I wanted to do the naked bike ride in Chicago. <laughs> and she should be worried for many other reasons than that. Because if she'd been listening, if she's been listening to the podcast, then I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. oh boy. So now oh I think boy. she is. She also apparently, and this has come up like. 10 times now i'm like she's not forgetting this but but one of the times when i went live on twitch i uh oh no i i maybe made oh, a no. a comment about how you can only come to the stream if you weren't wearing pants and mm. she she wants to know what in the world am i doing on the internet these days that uh people can mm. only show up if they if they don't wear pants and so my mom is very concerned about uh about my lifestyle choices so um i'm sorry mom i'm sure that uh skanky is a great influence on me you can you it doesn't know. help that my name is skanky too right <laughs> it's true I'm <laughs> call. What are you doing on that there internet? But you know what is so funny that like it just comes up in like casual conversation without any thought, right? It'll be like, so how's your podcast go doing? What what are you and Skanky talking about? Well, mom, me and Skanky talked about that. <laughs> hey, like not missing a beat, not weird. Like I could only imagine what people at tables next to us at dinner are thinking yeah. <laughs> of that conversation. Of like, hold on. Wait a second. Did that lady just say to her adult son, how is Kiki doing? Like, so, yeah, it's a... Uh, it's, Wait, it's, you guys talk about me at dinner? I am, am honored. Wait, well, because my brother also listens to the podcast. Um, oh. And so he comes to dinner, too, obviously, because it's it's family dinner every once in a while. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it comes up. And plus, my mom's interested in my hobbies, so... Yeah, you know, it's uh. So well, that's nice. Yeah, so I gotta be, I'd be like. Yeah, so that's what out. I am to you—a hobby. Huh? True, it's true. Yeah. That's all I am. Yeah, she's like, she's like, what, what, what pop- people are you using for your entertainment these days? <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> You're like Bob. Yeah. Bob. Oh please. yeah, I'm sure you respond like that. <laughs> They're yeah. called mannequins. <laughs> like. Now I really want to know what you're doing on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mannequins. Oh boy. It's like a Twilight Zone episode. Could you imagine if one day I turned on my camera and there's just medicine standing behind me? And I just like did not acknowledge it at all. Just I think we went. have the new stream like personality. <laughs> yes. Just a mannequin streaming. Oh, I like that. I like that. We'll make we'll get thousands of followers like that. I like that. Can we do um can we do this might be before your time. Um but can we do like a Janet Jackson wardrobe malfunction with the uh mannequin and it starts showing a little bit of extra skin. It's like TOS violation in chat. Who's Janet Jackson? <laughs> uh she was uh, she was related to the ABC one two three ABC one two three ABC baby you and me now that guy who uh, Jeff Jackson Michael Michael Jackson Michael Jordan I always got those two confused when I was younger 
Who? No, that's a whole different band. What? Anyway, so back to my body by Thor. <laughs> so, um, so this actually leads me to the food finish is because, so to get my body by Thor, I've been biking back and forth to work every day. And okay. on, on my way home today, the Active Transportation Alliance, a nonprofit group in Chicago, it is uh, the Bike to Work Challenge week, two weeks, and they had a pit stop along my ride home. Um, so I was able to stop by. They had pizza. They had beer. They had all this great stuff. But they also had energy bars and so i grabbed a cliff bar that had almond butter and blueberries in it and it was super delicious and i got to thinking to myself uh-huh does skanky eat energy bars oh i do actually really actually like not as often as i used to but i used yeah. to um have cliff bars all the time really I used, to be, I used to be a big fan of the um the chocolate ones oh god oh. i love those those so good you know which um, ones i i really really love um, Tell me, and I might start putting them in my bag again. Uh, have you ever had the Builder Bar by Cliff? No, what's oh, in that? it's so good. It's a high protein bar. Um, like the idea to build muscles, but with that, I find it very like um, was it satiating? Where like you feel full from it? Um, yes, 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 yes. But they are they are fantastic. They have like this delicious chocolate peanut butter one, and I used to always keep. I used to buy in boxes at a time and leave a box at my uh, in my desk at work. And if I was like super busy during tax season and had to skip a meal, I would grab one of those because they're like three hundred calories. So I can like quickly eat one of those, get back to work, and like put my meal off for a few hours. But uh, but huge fan of the Builder Bars by Cliff. So hmm. I recommend checking those ones out. They have, they have I think, four different flavors. And they have, like, a cookies and cream, a peanut butter chocolate, and maybe, like, a mint chocolate chip one. Um, they have a few of those. But, uh, but this is the first time I had this one that was – it was blueberries and almond uh, butter in it. And the almond butter was so incredibly good. And wow. uh, okay. I, think, I think from now on I'm going to uh, – I think not from now on, but I think I'm going to try and look for a box of those and grab one of those from my office because it was it was like I said it was really freaking good. Oh, so, nice! But, I also yeah. like um, kind bars are really good. Kind bars are really 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 good. They um, always never like I never like thinking like oh man like that looks pretty good like I never like thinking that but when I ever mm -hmm. I have it I'm like oh this actually tastes really good. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like I'm biased a little bit because they sponsored um, a at least a few Gimlet podcasts like a few years ago. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's almost like it's the opposite reaction. Whenever something like uh, sponsors a podcast, I start to assume that they're not good unless I'm convinced otherwise. Uh, like Blue Apron was that way because they, they sponsor so many podcasts that I was like, oh, if I'm going to get a food delivery service, I don't want that one unless there are people I trust that I know get Blue Apron and they're going to tell me that they're good. Um, same thing with a Casper mattress. I'm thinking about getting a new mattress and I have um, a few friends and my brother who have a Casper mattress and so I'm automatically assuming it's not a good product and I keep asking them, like, no, no, I really like it. I'm like, can I try your mattress? Like, can I come over and just lay in your bed for a while? Uh-huh. And oh. uh, so, I don't know. I feel like it does the opposite with me when, like, things sponsor podcasts because it's the same thing with Kind Bars. And I think the only reason I ever ended up trying it was I think my mom got me some from, like, my stocking or for, like, Easter or something like that and um, ended up trying them then. And I, I really like those ones, too. Yeah. So, huh. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, I, I haven't really have them, had them that often because they're a little expensive. 
They are a little pricey. So I don't really, I don't really pick them up, but they are good. I, I don't doubt that. They are, yeah, yeah. No, they're good. I am. I'm a big fan of the food in convenient packages type thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. like an energy bar. Um, it's part of the reason why they're not exactly the same, but it's part of the reason why I like sandwiches. Like a sandwich is like a convenient food vessel for delivering nutrition to me. Mm-hmm. Um. And on that line, I was also I'm also a big fan of Soylent, uh, and yeah, I, I know you like that. For yeah, I've been for like uh, it's funny when I started drinking Soylent, what and I drink it on off. I go through spurts where like I'll drink it for a while and then I'll kind of move away from it and I'll come back to it. Um, but whenever I first started drinking Soylent, it was before they actually released it. So they kind of did like their Kickstarter thing and they kept having production delays. And I remember going on the Soylent forums and people would be posting like their own mix that they made at home. And I was like ordering random ass chemicals on the internet for like so I could make my own Soylent at home and like bring it to work with like, yeah. like different flour and like different vitamin mixes and it. it was crazy um but that's when i was working even crazier hours than i currently work and i really needed something like that because i was eating like taco bell and mcdonald's four meals a day and so i was like well i was like i don't know if this is good or good for me but it's got to be better for me than eating four meals of taco bell like <laughs> i don't know what is in this even though i'm putting it in there myself but it, it's got to be better than whatever in the world grade d meat that they're putting in their stuff so, uh, but yeah, no, Soylent, Soylent's some good stuff. I'm a, I'm a big fan of it. I, I recommend it. Sponsor the podcast. Yeah, seriously. I mean, they might. They sponsor tons of streamers. So, I would feel bad. I feel like I can't recommend them anymore. I'll send out an email. <clears throat> yeah, shenanticspodcast at gmail.com. If anyone wants to sponsor the podcast, that is where you're going to go and do it. And uh, it's going to be great. So Yeah, it will. It will. Yeah. All right, guys. That's been another episode of Shenantics. New yeah. episodes go live bright and early Monday morning. <laughs> Just time for your your work day, school day, anything else that you do on Mondays. Uh, you can find Monday specifically the only day when this podcast comes out. Exactly, it's the only comes out on Mondays. Uh, <laughs> so it's never so late. If, if if here's the thing, if you do not see an episode of Shenantics on Monday morning, assume something terrible happened to me in Skanky. So yeah. let's just let's just throw that out there. Feel um, bad for us. Exactly. Feel bad for us. Mourn, mourn your loss. Yes, mourn us. Mourn us. It would make us happy. <laughs> yes. Oh, shed those tears of tears of joy. Um, <laughs> you can find the podcast anywhere you find podcasts, including the iTunes Store, the Google Play Store, and at our website at shenantics.rocks. If you like the podcast or if you think Skinky is super handsome, you should leave us a five-star review on the iTunes store. It really helps get the word out so other people can find this greatness on their Monday mornings. If you have any questions or comments, you can send us a tweet at twitter.com slash pod or an email at shenanticspodcast uh, at gmail.com. Same email address if you want to sponsor us. And if you want to join the discussion, we do have a Discord server set up. So head over to shenantics.rocks slash about and click the invite link to the Discord server so you can talk to all the other great people that uh, that hang out there every week and tell us how we are wrong or very, very right on everything that we do. Skanky, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash skanky, S-K-X-N-K-Y, and on Twitter at iskanky, I-S-K-A-N-K-Y. And I'm Cole, where can they find you? 
I'm on Twitch at twitch.tv slash mcole underscore mcul with the underscore symbol and same username on Twitter, twitter.com slash mcole underscore. Make sure you go follow Skanky because he's going to start tweeting out all of those great YouTube links of random shit that he finds on oh, the yeah. internet. So if you want to live vicariously through his shoes, his internet shoes, that is the way to do it. Twitter.com slash iSkanky. So, it's going to be great. That was great talking to you this week. Yeah, great talking to you too. I'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.